0: you're listening to dental talk from VivaLearning.com. welcome to dental talk i'm dr phil klein this will be a two-part series that will explore tissue management techniques for the dentist and patient with the goal of optimizing dental prosthetic outcomes today which is part one will include pre-prosthetic tissue management regimens for the patient diagnosis and periodontal evaluation and biologic provisionalization as a key to optimized tissue health. Our guest is Dr. Robert Lowe, who maintains a part-time private practice in Charlotte, North Carolina. He publishes and lectures internationally on aesthetic and restorative dentistry. And Dr. Lowe is also an assistant professor in the Department of Oral Rehabilitation at James B. Edwards College of Dental Medicine, Medical University of South Carolina in Charleston, South Carolina. Dr. Lowe, it's a pleasure to have you on Dental Talk.
1: Bill, it's always a pleasure good to hear from you.
0: So thanks for joining us for this because uh, I know you got a busy day out there and uh, we're all busy. Uh, we appreciate your insight on this important topic actually, which is tissue management. So to begin, what are some elements of the initial patient pre-treatment evaluation that are often missed that can have a profound effect on the long-term outcome of a case?
1: Well, Phil, I think the number one thing to look at is perio, perio, perio. And uh, I can't Overemphasize that. I think uh, in most private practices, when you know, particularly when new patients come in and whatnot, and they're introduced in the hygiene appointment, and the doctor doesn't have a lot of time to do a a, a screening, uh, some of these things can be missed. I mean, we we're trained to look for caries and perio disease, and the hygienist will clean the teeth and and do some pocket measurements and and whatnot, but uh, I find that a real thorough period diagnosis, looking at the uh, amount of attached tissue versus the amount of keratinized tissue, there is a difference. I think a lot of doctors forget that the part of the pocket that they measure, although that tissue is keratinized, it's not attached. So when considering crown and bridge or prosthetics, the amount of attached tissue that's um, available is important and needs to be considered. Also, uh, you know the, the patient's overall hygiene and ability to uh, to keep their teeth clean. Um, a lot of times, we're I think jumping into uh, doing restorative before some of these uh, early uh, uh, criteria are met.
0: And who does the pre-treatment evaluation? Is that the dental hygienist in, in your practice?
1: Uh, actually, my practice. Is a little bit unusual. Uh, I, I've actually run full circle. You know, I, I, I started practicing in in 1983 out of a residency uh, in, in Chicago. I graduated from Loyola um, in 1982, and uh, it was uh, uh, a new office with me and my uh, dental assistant Mary. And everything that I did, she didn't do, and everything that she didn't do, I did. So. I did all of my own hygiene, I did all of my, you know, my, my examination appointments were uh, an hour to an hour and a half where I'd collect data, take models, take x-rays, do a thorough hygiene screen, uh, or a, a perio screen, a TMJ screen, occlusal uh, examination. And, and these are things that are, I think, important in, the, in making uh, uh, a good diagnosis, sure. and then we start getting busier with hygienists, and we start having, you know, uh, the hygiene checks and things like that. And I think we we lose a lot of time. So to answer your question, sorry in a roundabout way, and <laughs> in my practice, patients come in the door with a with a ninety minute appointment with me uh, uh, to to uh, do uh, clinical photographs, X-rays, um, TMJ screen, perio exam, occlusal screen. And, and, and I get all of this information together. And then if I have time, I clean their teeth or I bring them back and clean their teeth and discuss the findings.
0: So let me, let me ask you this. How does the patient's ability to maintain their tissue health, and this is, of course, at home, affect the quality of dental treatment with today's materials?
1: Well, I, I tell you, Phil, it, it goes hand in hand. People uh, have to understand one thing. They ask us two things, how much it costs and how long is it going to last? And you know, costs are are relative based on you know overhead. How long things last? I tell patients, look, I can I can stack the deck in your favor, but if you don't change the oil under the hood, this is not going to last. So the pre-treatment examination and and evaluation and post-treatment follow-up with the patient, as far as home care and giving them the giving them the tools to make home care not only something that they'll do, but something that will uh, benefit the long-term life of the restoration is critically important.
0: So do you think in many cases, that's kind of not ignored, but undervalued, making sure that that tissue is healthy before direct and indirect restorative procedures are carried out?
1: Well, I, my fear is that that it is undervalued to the patients. And in today's world where, you know, it's all how many patients I can see per day, uh what the production is. I mean people will say that doing your own hygiene and exams is not productive. Well I'll tell you, it's one of the most productive things I do because I find work and I I I book treatment. You know, it's not something I can do when I'm in the middle of a bridge prep and run into a hygiene check for three minutes. So uh, I think it, it is undervalued and, and, and the important thing is to get the patient on the home care track right away. And you know we've we've been using uh, uh, implements like uh, Sonicare toothbrushes for years. I mean the technology in Sonicare has been amazing, and and people use that. And one of the other things, and you know we'll we'll talk about a little bit through the course of our podcasts uh, this time and next time is is a, a new product from Philips called a, a Power Flosser. Um, If you ask people on their medical histories how many times they brush and floss a day, most people will put down twice a day, this, that, or the other. And you you know right away uh, whether that's accurate or not. That's one of the reasons why uh, in my initial appointment, I take photographs. I need a photographic document of how the patient presents before we treat them. So that we can refer back to that, you know, we have a snapshot in time. Uh, we can look at uh, um, progress and things like that. So I take all these pre-treatment X-rays and photographs, and then I review those with the patient. You know, you you can show them where they're having problems with home care, where they're where they're uh, building up tartar or plaque, where they're not effective with uh, uh, keeping their teeth clean. And most of the time, it's in the posterior. And we we start out there uh, and and give them those instructions. Um, on, on all of my rehab cases, I give them a Sonicare toothbrush as part of the, the, the the treatment package, because uh, once we're done, they've got to maintain. So it's important in any, I think, treatment, whether it's a single tooth quadrant or full mouth to get them off on the right foot, as far as being able to take care of, of your good work. Yeah. Um,
0: I had tooth number 30 done a couple of months ago, a single crown, and the temporary that was put in caused two episodes of PCOR, okay? So Mm -hmm. I do have my one-third molar in there. So between -hmm. between 30 and 31, I had this incessant inflammatory response from food impaction because the temporary uh, that she put in didn't make contact well, and it was never checked by the dentist. So. I wasn't real happy, but it turns out the the final gold crown which they put in I I went to gold is beautiful, and I'm having no problems at all. So, but during the period of getting that gold crown, which was like five weeks, I had to wait, um, tells me something about the provisional restoration. So, in your experience, how does the provisional restoration affect tissue health during treatment?
1: That's a good question because I tell you, you know, and I I teach. I'm, I'm back teaching at. Uh, uh, at MUSC, uh, uh, at James Edwards College of, of Dental Medicine in, in, in Charleston, South Carolina. And uh, I tell you, I've, I've been teaching on provisional restorations for four decades. And whenever I hear a dentist say, you don't want to make the temporaries look too good because the patients don't come back, it makes me cringe. The provisional restoration is the key to tissue management. The provisional restoration must seal the margin, must have proper contours at the tissue, proper interproximal contacts, occlusal contacts, because you don't know what, you know, it, it may be only five weeks, but if a patient's uh, waiting for a periosurgery or a, a root canal to heal, or if they're waiting for an implant to integrate, they may be in provisionals for longer than than five weeks. And And in your case, you had a gold crown placed. Well, gold crowns placed with certain types of cement are are uh, you know a little bit less likely to have problems with uh, blood and saliva in, in other words with uh, you know moisture, but mm-hmm. a lot of our restorations that we place today with resins are absolutely sensitive to those things, so having healthy tissue by having a good fitted provisional is absolutely essential, so that when the doctor comes back to deliver the crown you 're not dealing with a bloody mess
0: yeah, and you know if it wasn 't for me being a dentist, syringing my own embrasure there between 30 and 31 and i had actually mm-hmm. take, i had actually take that temporary off three times while i had it i went back to them it was a bad experience it's not only a bad experience but it's just it was painful you, you mentioned the sonic care uh from Philips. do you find that that's something that's significantly different than recommending manual toothbrushes
1: well I, i've always been or whatever the patient will use and use religiously but i tell you i've used sonicare in my practice and in my own home since before sonicare was philips back in the old days it was uh, optiva or something like that was that the first company i think before philips bought it a sonic toothbrush like that that actually has the ability to clean beyond the bristles is so important particularly if the crown doesn't have a perfect contour if the provisional doesn't have a perfect fit you've got a better chance to keep those areas hygienic than if you're you're not and it's the same thing with manual flossing i mean i think manual flossing is important but uh, uh, a few years ago uh, now phillips came out with this little device called air flosser and it it shot these little propelled uh, uh, streams of uh, I used to put uh, Listerine in my my little reservoir and I'd I'd go between the teeth and it it, it was like uh, uh, an air blast you know pushing this material through the tooth uh, embrasure to keep them clean I was big user of air flosser and, and gave those to all my patients too now this new device uh, power flosser it's like uh, air flosser on steroids. I mean, it's, it's unbelievable. I mean, it's,
0: how does the power flosser work?
1: Well, the power, the power flosser actually is a, it has a, a tank and a reservoir and you put warm water with a, I put warm water with a little uh, Listerine or something in there. And the, the tip is a special tip that directs the stream of water in four different directions toward the occlusal, toward the embrasure, toward the, toward the gingival. So I'm, um, Pretty sure in quoting that uh, the the studies that are done show about 180 percent higher removal of, of plaque and debris with the, with this device. So uh, you go back to your uh, situation with uh, provisional restoration that might not have great contacts and whatnot. Having something like a power flosser to to keep the uh, gingival embrasures clean during that five weeks uh, is certainly going to help up the game as far as managing the tissue for for the delivery appointment when the crown is uh, finally finished.
0: Yeah, yeah, I wish I had that because uh, I don't, I mean, personally, I don't think I should be managing the tissue myself to that degree where it's so inflamed because of a insufficient provisional. I think the dentist should have made it so that it more resembled the uh, final restoration as not only for patient satisfaction, but as an evaluation that, yes, this five weeks, do you have any problem? Do you have any occlusal problems? Do you have, do you have any TMJ problems? you know, that's that's part of the assessment, I think, before cementing something impermanently. But thank goodness it worked out well. But yeah, I would have loved to have this power flosser instead of me suffering for five weeks with this thing.
1: I think it is it's definitely going to make a difference. And I think it's between the Sonicare and, and, and power flosser for home care after the finite restorations are delivered are going to help the patients maintain a periodontal health and low bleeding index and, and inflammation and And all those things that cause not only restorations, but the patient's dental health to decline over the years.
0: Mm -hmm. So we're going to wrap up this podcast, Dr. Lowe, because we have a second one, uh, the second part of it, this two-part series, which goes more into tissue management related to um, registration of master impressions and, and so forth for indirect restoration. So we're going to do that. But just to wrap this one up, it seems to me that the key thing is, is Thorough, comprehensive evaluation pre-treatment. So let's let's decide what the situation is as far as the status of the soft tissue of our patient, and not to proceed with procedures preemptively where we don't have that tissue under control, because the long-term prognosis is probably not going to be as good. I don't think a lot of dentists are doing their own cleaning and scaling and root planing like you, Dr. Loeb, where you can manage that as closely. But I think the message is clear that that has to be done somehow in the office.
1: Well, and and that's okay whether the, the dentist is not is doing that or not that's that's okay but the, at the end of the day their name's still on the door so if they're not they they need you know as I'm telling my students now again you need to know what healthy looks like before you can uh, make a determination whether or not the situation is is not exactly healthy and it's not just about whether the gums are bleeding I mean we see people with recession and things like that and we we call that age appropriate, things like that when it, it could be occlusion, it could be other issues, lack of firm tissue around the gums. If we're going to be doing crown and bridge and restorative procedures on patients, the, the management of the tissue is, is is definitely one of the key factors in, in maintaining uh, long-term health.
0: Yeah, no, I agree 100%.
1: Before yeah. we conclude, I want to just let everybody know that's listening to the podcast, we are going to be doing... Uh, a one-hour webinar on this topic uh, where we'll be having some visuals and some more details on all of this with Viva Learning sometime in November. So I know that uh, uh, you've probably got that out and are starting to promote that now, but I just want to let everybody know that's listening to the podcast uh, to keep an eye out for that. Yeah, no, that's a
0: good point. (laughs) We'll
1: expound on a lot of these uh, topics that we've discussed in these two uh, episodes.
0: Dr. Lowe will be speaking on November 22nd, 7 p.m. Eastern time. If you're on the West Coast, 4 p.m. Uh, the title is Soft Tissue Management Before, During, and After Restorative Therapy. That's going to be a great one. I've listened to many of your po- your webinars in the past. So again, November 22nd, 7 p.m. Mark it down in your calendar. It's a free webinar, as always, on Viva Learning. Just go to vivalearning.com and reserve your seat. Thanks very much, Dr. Lowe, and we'll see you on the next podcast.
1: All right. Take care, Phil. Always good talking to you.